There's your warning. Um, let's get going here. Let me push some buttons and we'll get started. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Kyledrahenson.us. That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R-A-B-R-K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. And now, it's time to talk Star Wars. Yay. I'm Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Hello. Andrew's being overworked again this weekend, so he is not going to be here, but we've got Rick again. Yay, Rick. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Today we're reviewing Star Wars Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 7, The Clone Conspiracy. Um, and then we'll go through and do some news here. We've got a couple news articles. Uh, we've got, um, a recap question of the week and thoughts and predictions that we'll talk about today. So, um, let's get right into the news. It's time for the news. I'm excited to get into the news here because this one's going to be, uh, probably fun. So. This first thing, let me uh, switch. I'm going to share my screen just because it's always fun. Sound okay? Yes. Is that the right screen? I don't think so. Yeah, it is. Okay, it says it's the one with the bad batch on the screen. Can you see that, Rick? Yep, I got it. Okay, so um, this is a a short quiz, but it's a uh, how well do you know the the Bad Batch? And I've taken it a couple times, so I figured it'd be fun to uh, have you take it while we're on the show here. So it's oh, it's fairly yeah on the spot. They're they're fairly simple questions though. Um, some of them are hard, but they're they're pretty simple usually. So um, and this is just one of those. This is actually from StarWars.com, so this is uh, not too difficult, but whatever. All right, let's go ahead and start this quiz. So the first question is, what is the name of the Clone 99, Clone Force 99 ship? The other one they're always riding on. Uh, it's the Marauder. Yeah, we've got the Marauder. Yep, there's four choices there. but All right, who is the oldest member of the squad? Cody, Wrecker, Ooh. Hunter, or Omega? Uh, I'm going with Omega. That's correct. Yay. Which two characters from Star Wars Rebels appear in Season 1 of The Bad Batch? First choice is Harris and Dilla. 
uh, Caleb Dune and Harrison Dula, Tina Jarris, and somebody else, Chopper and Sabine Wren. This one's probably a tough one, but yeah, it's hard yeah, for me. I don't know this one. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Caleb Dune and Harris. The Caleb, top right. I think that's right. Yay! Woo-hoo! Caleb Dune was in the first Good episode. He was the. He, Caleb Dune was the was in the first episode. He was the one that was the little kid that was running away. The Jedi that was yeah, running yeah, away. Yeah. Okay. And he jumped over a like a valley or something gorge. Um. All right. Next question: yeah, Which yeah. character? Which character per- previously seen in Star Wars, the Clone Wars, has not appeared in the series so far? Has not appeared. Oh, we haven't seen Chewie. We haven't seen Chewie. There's Gunji. We saw Gunji, Captain Rex, Tarkin. So let's pick Chewbacca. Oh, that's right. How do Omega and Wrecker celebrate a mission accomplished? Blowing something up. Entering a riot race. Playing a prank on tech. Or sharing mantle mix. They don't play a prank, and they don't blow anything up. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! They uh, they, they eat that mantle mix because they eat something because uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They went and got something on uh, like episode two or three. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what it was. Which bounty hunter once kidnapped Omega? Cad oh. Bane, Boba Fett, Aurora Singh, or Fennec Shand? Oh, man, I'm going to miss this one. I'm going to go with Cad Bane. Ooh, that's correct, though. It is? It is. Yeah, episode one, there was like a... There's two... Or not episode one, there's two episodes, I think, that were Cad Bane ran, and he kidnapped her, and then they, you know, went to the next episode and, and rescued her or something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, but Fennec Shan was in there, too. She was uh, yeah. actually helping her. Yes, yeah. Which which reg has appeared in the series? I think by reg they mean uh, not a clone. Uh, we've got Wolf, Wilco, Toop, or Fives. I go with I Wilco. Them, yeah, I think that's right. I think most of those are actually clones. Wilco's right. All right, we've got two more questions left. How many original members? Of Clone Force 99 remain? Is it four, three, two, or one? Man, this is tough. Like, at what point? Like, at the beginning of the series or at, like, at this episode point? I think this, uh, this, this, uh, um, quiz came out, like, at the beginning of, uh, this season. First or second okay. episode. So. so... Wait, this is a trick question. Like, remain, like, remain living, or remain together, or uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's remain together. You know, they're always on the same missions together. Then four, four. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, four. Wrong. It's three. Dang it! And the reason is, is because now it's because. Echo is not a clone. He's not one of the team. He uh, 
he joined because they rescued him and he didn't uh, leave. So he's oh, not an original yeah. member. Yeah, yeah. They rescued him from, uh, they had, had him hooked up to some computer or something and they rescued him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, last one. Wait, yeah, no. Nine of ten. I don't, whatever. Which planet which planet that first appeared in Star Wars prequels has not be, been seen in the series? Ooh, that's a tough one, too. Naboo. Sereno, Kaesh, uh, Kamino, and Naboo. Go with Naboo. That's right. Yay. Which celebrity has lent their voice to the Bad Batch? David Tennant, Ashley Eccleson, Ben Schwartz, Christian Slater. Ooh. This one's tough, too, because it's... If you don't know who this person is, you wouldn't get it. Well, my gut wants to tell me David Tennant, but uh, I don't know if that's right or not. I'll go with him. It's not right. It's uh, Ben Schwartz. Yeah, I don't know that guy. Schwartz is the guy. He, uh, um, trying to think of what he would have been in that you'd known. There was a weird, uh, show on TV that where they, uh, were rich. No, that's not it. He's not in that one. Um, I think he was in community for a couple episodes, um, Mm -hmm. as like the son of, uh, son of, um, one of the guys, the the old guy. Um. Anyway, I think he was in there a couple times, but uh, so that's that one. That's that's a little fun little thing on the news. But the next article I've got here is actually something. Um. This is talking about what we uh, what I sent you guys earlier, where the Disney announces first ever cable TV release of the Mandalorian, meaning it's not on Disney Plus, but it's on regular cable. Um, and they're going to do that. They're actually releasing it from season one, episode one starting, and it's supposed to air on February 24th at eight o'clock on ABC. That's, that's a big deal. ABC is a big deal, but I guess they own yeah. ABC. So, um, I was going to say it's a big deal for people, but not for them because they own it. Right. Right. Um, yeah, so if, if you don't uh, subscribe to Disney Plus, then you can start on uh, ABC, I guess. And that's just right before. Um, see, the March the first is the is when all the special stuff that happens with um, Star Wars and whatever, because you know, yeah, third season pr- is where it's uh, premiering on on Disney Plus. So anyway, um, I thought that was interesting. That's a real quick thing, news thing. So uh, we're gonna let switch my sh- have a taste. Exactly. Let me switch my sharing again so that you guys aren't staring at my screen the whole time. Share. Okay, that's only sound. All right, there we go. Back to the regular. So that was the news. The news. And then I'm going to do a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. 
Danger, you are about to be spoiled. This is your spoiler alert. We are about to talk candidly about this episode. Uh, yeah, so uh, going forward, if you haven't watched episode seven, The Clone Conspiracy, you probably want to go watch it first before you continue with this, or you're going to be spoiled. Um, so The Bad Batch season two, episode seven, um, aired on February 8th, and it was 29 minutes long. The cast um, was quite a, there was quite a few people in there in the cast. We had Bail Organa and Senator uh, Rudilli, who were voiced by Phil Lamar. And then, of course, um, there was quite a few different clones in there. Um, as a matter of fact, our regular Bad Batch clones weren't even in the episode at all, right? Um, we had Cade, Captain Rex, some random clone troopers, and then um, Slip. Uh, the Slip was the name of the other clone trooper. Um, I think Slip was the one that had the beard. Um, the other one was clean-shaven. Cade was clean-shaven. Those were all um, D. Bradley Baker, which, um, as I mentioned, there's going to be a Kansas City Comic Con. Uh, there was also a Commerce Commerce Guild sec Senator, and then Senator Chuchi, that were voiced by Jennifer Hale, um, Masamata, the uh, the assistant to Palpatine, the blue guy with the head things and chin horns too. Um, he was uh, voiced by Stephen Stanton. There was a Pantorian guard. And then, of course, Admiral Rampart, both voiced by Nishore Dali and Senator Palmo Pamelo was uh, voiced by Sharon Duncan Brewster. She's got a hyphenated name there. So let's uh, run a commercial real quick. I'm trying to make it so we can get somewhere so you uh, don't miss out on much. Oh, that's that. Here we we are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard galactic calendar, we celebrate what the ancients call Cinco de Mayo. Come join us at Juan's for the food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Juan's Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Mos Eisley Spaceport. On day two of the week, is Taco Tuesday. All tacos are half a credit each dish and enjoyed with our house margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the Galactic Flamous Dos Camarones Azul Cerveza, imported directly from Kessel. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina. Yeah, Juan's. So did you notice the Dos Camarones uh, Az Azul Cerveza? I think that's how I pronounced it. Um, it's a, obviously a beer, Cerveza's beer, but it's a uh, blue shrimp is what that translates to. Blue shrimp beer. So, uh, you know, like in The Mandalorian, those one guys were at vats oh, yeah. of blue shrimp that they were fermenting and stuff. It's it's blue shrimp beer. So, there you go. I think I'll pass. <laughs> you don't want to drink a blue beer, huh? You drink a green beer, but not a blue beer? Is that it? That doesn't appear to be fireball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to grab your favorite beverage, pull up a chair, and join us in the Rebel Alliance briefing room.
because we're going to talk about the episode. All right, so at Coruscant's cantina, it looks like to me it was like a cantina that, you know, pretty much was a clone trooper cantina. Seems like pretty much that all was there was clone troopers, kind of like a, a cop bar, I guess. I don't know. Like clone trooper like, bar? Yeah, I guess that's what you claim, like, you know. It's, it's interesting, though, that they would have a bar that they would go to. Um, I mean, whatever, but. Uh, so Cade, yeah, keeps him going. So Cade tells his comrade about his concerns with Vice Admiral and Rampart's lies about their role in the destruction of Camino. Um, his comrade, CT0409, um, which is actually Slip, uh, responds that they were just following orders. Um, the clone trooper tells Slip he sent a message to Rampart urging him to tell the truth to the Imperial Senate before he does it himself. Cade leaves the cantina, but Slip follows him, warning him that Rampart is too dangerous. Cade replies that they're not bad men, but he needs to help. He needs his help. Um, Cade is shot by a sniper. Slip dodges the, the blast bolts and checks the fallen Cade's pulse, finding him dead. Slip returns fire before fleeing on a green speeder bike into Coruscant's skylines. Other clone troopers secure the perimeter while the assassin retreats. And I thought this was an interesting little... They, they focused a long time on um, him escaping on the speeder. I thought there was going to be a chase there, but it, it never happened. It just kind of you know, almost let me down there, but that was kind of a long time that they focused on him escaping. Peter wasn't uh, speedy. Yeah, wasn't that speedy. <laughs> <laughs> In the Imperial Senate, uh, Gany Rudili of the Intergalactic Banking Clan talks about the recent cataclysmic storm on Camino and warns that they are vulnerable without the production of new clone troopers. He speaks in favor of Rampart's defense recruitment bill. Um, a Gossman senator seconds the motion, saying that the galaxy needs a new conscript of conscript of military that will represent the people. Uh, senator Tyrena Pamelo argues that there are more pressing manners and the galaxy does not need a new military. So that Tyrena Pamelo, um, you know, with an easy way to describe her, she was she was a black woman wearing a white uh, cloak and stuff like that. She was in um, one of the movies, and I think it was uh, prequels, but she was she was shown as a senator in one of the movies as well. Um, just so you know that she exists before this show. Yeah. Um, the Arcona, Arcona responds the, that the military forces are needed to quell insurgencies in the mid and outer rim territories. Then, Senator Bail Organa counters that the deployment of the Grand Army of the Republic was a result of an Emergency Powers Act and that creating a military based on swearing loyalties goes against the fundamental principles of the Imperial Senate. 
The, the Gossam senator disagrees, promoting Organa to ask Grand Advisor Mas Amada where the Emperor Palpatine stands on the defense recruitment bill. Since he is absent from the Senate proceedings, Amada responds that he trusts his, this delegation to look after the interests of the galaxy. Uh, Ryo Chuchi asks why the clone troopers are not being included with in the defense recruitment bill. The gossip responds that the clone army has been gradually decommissioned since they cannot cope with it, their accelerated aging. Kuchi counters that the clone troopers are not droids who can be shut down, but soldiers who defended them. The Gossam questions Chuchi's interest in the clone welfare, and Chuchi criticizes the Empire for its willingness to discard the clones in spite of their sacrifices. She questions plans to commission a new army without caring for the old ones. Admiral Rampart responds this time, saying that there are provisions in place to care for the clones as they are being phased out. Chuchi asks if the clones get to say in that in that uh, provisions. Rampart offers to discuss the clones' welfare provisions if she would work with him. Organa submits a motion to table the votes on the de defense recruitment bill, and Senator Pamelo seconds the motion. Later out in the hall, uh, Grand Visitor Amada expresses concern um, about Rampart's inability to pass the defense recruitment bill. Um, Rampart is optimistic that they can overcome the opposition, but Amada is concerned that the senators will discover what truly happened on Camino, imperiling uh, it would cause the legislation to fail. Uh, Rampart says that he provisions the deal with obstacles and talks about appeasing Chuchi enough to get the bill passed before any other provisions regarding clones come into action. Amato warns Rampart that there better not be any more surprises for his sake. Okay. Senator Chuchi meets with several clone troopers uh, who are irate in the uh, clone trooper bar, let's call it, who are irate about being phased out. Uh, they all kind of say they wanna they wanna help and and you know be in action. Um, Slip insists on remaining a soldier. Chuckling, Chucking mentions that clone troopers are phased out after they have served their full rotation. Chuchi proposes cra crafting a pension plan, but Slip says he prefers fighting insurgents. Chuchi asks the clones to consider what happened if they were if they're too old to fight. Uh, when a clone trooper expresses indifference, she tells them that they have to accept that their military service will eventually come to an end. Chuchi tells them that they will get to choose their own lives. She asks them how she can ensure that Rampart's bill needs meets their needs. Chuchi words. Words have an effect on the clones who decide to speak with her and work out some sort of plan. Uh, later, Slip questions Chuchi's interest in the clones' warfare and wanting to know why she uh, even cares. Chuchi explains that clones' lack of representation in the Senate 
and that she can advocate for their for them on her their behalf. Slip warns that Admiral, Ram Admiral Rampart cannot be trusted, and that Camino was not destroyed in a storm, but was it um, attacked under Rampart's orders. Chuchi does not believe Slip, but he counters that he was stationed on Rampart's Venture class destroyer. He adds that Rampart ordered them to bombard Camino cities. Chuchi questions Slip's account, stating the Senate will not would not know that someone would come forward. Uh, Slip responds that Rampart's assigned clones were arranged for disappearance and, and death of the sentence who uh, speak against him or, or threaten to, uh, you know, um, let everybody Expose know the, the whole situation. Expose the truth. There you go. Say it. Uh, Chuchi notices Slip is unwell. Slip tells her to check his service record um, under CT0409 before returning to the cantina. He tells Chuchi that she seems to be one of the good ones and to be careful. A later, Chuchi's staffer tells her that Admiral, Rat Admiral Rampart is here to see is here to see him. Chuchi asks for CT0409's file, but the staffer says he is still searching for it. Later that night, Slip goes back into the alley and contacts an identified individual via comlink, asking for help to escape off-world. The following day, Chuchi meets with Admiral Rampart and proposes a full pension plan for the clones. Rampart is initially skeptical of the idea due to high costs and raising insurgencies, uh, but backs down when Chuchi threatens to withhold support for the defense recruitment bill. Rampart concedes and agrees to support the, her proposals to look after the welfare of the clones in return for their service during the Clone Wars. Uh, Rampart notices that Chuchi is troubled. When Chuchi asks how he survived the storms that devastated Camino, Rampart claims that he was taking part in off-world training exercises and feigns regret that he has not been able to intervene to save more lives. When Rampart describes the events on Camino as tragedy, Chuchi reminds him that the majority of the Camonian population perished. Uh, Rampart wants to move more forward, prompting Chuchi to say that it's easier for some than others uh, before taking leave and, and going on about his business. Uh, later, one of Chuchi's staffers tells her that she received a secure communication later that night. Uh, Chuchi and a bodyguard travel to back streets where they are met by a blue series astromatic droid named R2C4. The droid leads them to Senator Organa, who remarks that she has caused a stir in the Senate yesterday. Uh, Chuchi says that in doing so, um, she prefers doing something instead of um, inaction and ignorance. When Organa asks about her meeting with Rampart, Trishi says that Rampart conceded to many of her requests for the clones. Organa warns her that Rampart is skilled in 
it, it's saying the right things in order to keep people from looking deeper. Tucci agrees. Organa links the issue of the clones' rights to the rising number of insurgencies, which frighten the emperor. Organa voices suspicion about the timing of the Camino storm and the defense recruitment bill. Organa also mentions that Topeka City was submersible and had weathered thousands of storms over the over several centuries. He questions why it sank. Chuchi tells him that the clones served aboard Rampart's vessel when the Admiral ordered the attack on Camino cities. Organa asks about the whereabouts about, of the clone. Chuchi says he is hiding and that her guards are searching for him. Organa warns that others may be searching for him. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Meanwhile, Rampart takes a masked assassin uh, with him hunting down Slip and killing Chuchi if she gets in the way. He orders the assassin to ensure that the killing cannot be traced back to him. Slip navigates through the streets of Coruscant and heads to the rendezvous point uh, of his contact, who says he is on his way. Chuchi and one of the guards soon find Slip. Slip asks, what do you want? Chuchi seeks her Chuchi seeks her help in exposing the truth about Admiral Rampart. Uh, Slip tells Chuchi that he plans to leave with someone who, who can make him disappear. Chuchi asks how, she, how how he asks Chuchi how she found him and if she was being followed. Chuchi says she can protect him and wants him to speak to the Senate. Slip warns that both their lives are now in danger and that Rampart has already killed Cade. Uh, Chuchi tells Slip that Rampart attacked not only wiped out Topoka City, but the entire Camino cities, and that he will bring justice to the fallen. Meanwhile, the assassin places Chuchi in the crosshairs of his blaster. Uh, Chuchi implores him to testify before the Senate. Her guards advise her it's time to leave, and she prepares to leave but tells Chuchi the evidence that she needs is in Rampart's command ship log. He says that he saved a backup to the central system before being hit by a phaser bolt. As the guards rush to protect Chuchi, a second guard is hit by a blaster bolt. The remaining guard tells Chuchi they have to flee. The two run at his signal, dodging the assassin. They flee through the through a door, but the guard is wounded in the torso, which I was surprised didn't kill him. But the assassin uses a grappling cable to pursue them inside the building, which turns out to be a factory. The guard distracts the assassin long enough for Chuchi to flee before being shot. And he screamed quite loud, too. Chuchi flees deeper into the factory, but the assassin catches up with her. We're almost done with the whole episode. Uh, before he can finish off Chuchi, he is stunned by a hooded figure who reveals himself as Captain Rex. Surprise! Whom she recognizes. Dun, dun, dun. All right. I, 
I don't understand how they can recognize these clones because they all look the same. That sounds bad, but still, I mean, they're all have the same face. How do you know which one's which? But he um, still had some of the uh, blue armor to uh, to identify. He did, but I I just don't I don't get it. How do you There's know which one's which? He probably has a nameplate that we just haven't noticed. They got a barcode on their head or something, and we can't see it. I don't know. Uh. Rex throws back the question before explaining that he has come to pick up Slip. Uh, Chuchi tells him that Slip and her guards have been killed. She explains that Slip knew about the real what really happened on Camino, and that she wanted him to testify. The two examine the assassin, who turns out to be a clone trooper. Dun, dun, dun. Chuchi asks why a clone trooper would do such a thing, and Rex replies he's not a clone trooper but intends to question him on a, in a secure location. So he's not a clone trooper, or he is a clone trooper. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Rex questions that's the assassin. The yeah, that's the question there. Rex questions the assassin at Trace Marta's uh, repair shop. Uh, you remember those episodes where they were uh, um, looking for the, uh, the head of the controller droid? And those two mm-hmm. girls were there, too, with... Uh, with the Bad Batch trying to steal the same droid head, that's yep. Trace Mart. That's Trace Martinez. That uh, that this repair shop that he's in. That's the repair shop. Do you remember also in that episode they had communication with Rex at the end of it? The the two girls did. Yeah, they're informing him about a squad that uh, he would be interested in or something like that. Yeah. So this is her shop. So, okay. Yeah. This is her shop, and he mentions that they're out out at the time, so they've got plenty of time to uh, uh, talk to the assassin. Uh, he offers to let him go, but the clone replies that he knows that Rex won't let him go alive. The clone describes himself as a believer before killing himself with an electronic capsule in his mouth. Chuchi watches in shock and horror, and then we get the credits. She wasn't shocked. It was the assassin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, that was a lot. This is a a good episode that had a lot of uh, content and a lot of action in it, like we've been yeah. missing for the last couple episodes. And, and the main characters weren't even in it. That's right. It was weird that the entire Bad Batch team was not in there, Clone Force ninety nine. None of them were in there. Yeah. Um, not even uh, Omega, which is just that's just that's two episodes so far this season that they've not been in an episode. Yeah, it's almost sacrilegious. I know, right? Thought this was about the Bad Batch. What happened? They were um, bad. Bad timeout. <laughs> yeah. So, um. I came up with a question of the week that was based off of uh, uh, one of the questions you asked. What plans does Admiral Rampart have in play to protect the new Stormtrooper army? Um, and I don't think we really know except for, you know, he plans to assassinate anybody who uh, goes against anything he says. But <laughs> um, And he probably has... 
I would say the, clean house. Yeah, I would say the bill is probably drafted by a uh, Palpatine anyway, so he feels it's protected because Palpatine, uh, you know, support is supporting it. He knows oh, yeah. uh, what Palpatine can do, and I don't He's know. I don't know. Him. I don't know if if Rampart knows that Palpatine is the. Uh, Dark Lord of the Sith. I don't know if he knows that yet or not. Um, I think at one point he he does know, but I'm not sure. I don't think point, he knows. Yeah, it. I, don't know. I don't think he knows at this point. Uh, I don't know that he knows at that point, but I think he knows that you know he's 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 pulling some strings. Yeah, he's pretty. Uh, uh, I don't know. Pretty uh, protective of his uh, stuff, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, um, and and like I said, this was a pretty uh, it was a twenty nine minute episode, which is one of the longer ones. But most of them are getting around twenty seven, twenty eight minutes long. Um, and then the next one coming up is thirty one minutes long. So um, there was a lot of stuff in there, a lot going on. Um, and uh, I, I really, at the end of this episode, I was really wanting to know um, more about what Rex was questioning the assassin with, because um, that assassin was uh, was good, but he wasn't as good as uh, Crosshair. Because um, I, I mentioned offhand to Scott that if it was Crosshair, Crosshair wouldn't have missed as many times as that guy did. Um, For sure. For sure. He's, I think those episodes. Probably is going to be one that you look back later and go, ah, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. There was just a lot thrown out there. There was. And um, it's always interesting when you get um, Bail Organa in there because he was one of the main uh, forces behind the, the rebellion and everything, too. Um, obviously, uh, because of Princess Leia and stuff, too, but... Um, you know, it was his money that that funded quite a bit of rebellion, along with uh, Moth Mothma's money too. But um, yeah, so I just think there's going to be a whole lot. It wasn't really there was a lot going on that wasn't really connected. But I think later down the road, you're going to say, okay, there was a connection. We just didn't see yeah. the connection. Yeah, I think you know, you know, I think we had the uh, you know those two. Uh, two or three one-off episodes. And I think pretty much now from now on, we're building to the, uh, you know, the finale of the season yeah. of the season. Um, there might be one more, uh, you know, bottle episode, let's call it. Um, but I think the rest of them are all going to be building to the end, which, uh, you know, seems to be a pretty big crescendo so far. For sure. Yeah, so uh, we want to encourage people to send us some feedback. Yeah, so we want feedback. You can do that email. Um, we have a link on our website um, for feedback which is just a form you fill out and send it to us. Um, 
we have our questions of the week, which, like I said, today's question for this episode is, um, what plans does Rab Admiral Rampart have in play to protect the new Stormtrooper army? Um, once you answer the question, there's a comment section down there that you can put more details about why you picked what you picked or anything else. And then, of course, we post video up on YouTube, and there's comment section there as well. So if you could please do that, that'd be great. And uh, you got anything else you want to say about the episode, uh, Rick? No, I think this is a good one. I mean, I think it's what we've been waiting for and kind of, you know, our earlier frustrations, you know, kind of a lull. And now they're, it's, it's, uh, we've, we've hit the, the mid season mark, I guess. And we're going to start riding that roller coaster. Yeah. I, I think they, uh, did that on purpose. They kind of got us all like, oh no. And then boom, hit us with a good episode, you know? So yeah, yeah I, I agree, and I agree. All right, well let's uh, let's wrap this up so you can go take care of that pork, and uh, I'll push this button here. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Kyle Johansson dot U-S R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S On the left hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at r-a-b-r-k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n-dot-u-s. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle John Hanson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say goodbye now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's it. I'm going to... Pause it here.